0: Snuff Production. Hey Sarah, I often hear about self-care but there's so many options I sometimes feel overwhelmed. How can I discover the self-care practices that truly align with me and suit my busy schedule? Marie, it's so great to hear from you and firstly thank you so much for your questions. So I'm really pleased to talk about this topic, which is taking care of yourself, self-care, because when we do that, I know for myself and definitely for everyone listening, everyone else benefits around you when you take care of you. So firstly, discovering what self-care works for you can be such a transformational journey. And I'm going to share some strategies in the hope that you too will find practices that click and slot into your busy calendar. The first step should be, honestly, to redefine what truly self-care means. So people think self-care is just bubble bars and face masks, and those are amazing things. But self-care is about nourishing your mind and your body and your soul in a way that really resonates deeply with who you are. So, you know, this could be something like meditating, journaling, dancing in the living room, or, you know, going for walks on the beach or in the bush. The whole idea is that when you're doing something for you, it's not selfish. So don't use self-care as being like this selfish act. It's absolutely selfless and it's something that fills up your cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. That's the big thing. So taking care of yourself allows you to be better equipped to show up for others in a more meaningful and authentic way, whether you know it's at home or even in the workplace what is a good thing to do with self-care is to unpack what you uniquely love. So maybe pause and reflect on what truly brings you joy, ignites your passion, and really fills your heart with happiness. And the clues to discovering your personalized self-care practices lie in exactly that. For myself, I take time to meditate, I love walking with friends, exercise, and once in a while I'll even go and get something like a massage. And for you, it might be that you like reading or gardening, practicing yoga. It could be something like cooking, painting, even playing an instrument or singing in a choir. The list goes on on what your self-care practices could be. But I want to address the elephant in the room, which is Having a busy schedule because when we have a busy schedule, it's harder to do these self care practices, but really that's when they're needed the most. And of course, life gets hectic, but really it's no excuse to neglect your well being. And as I said, it's even more crucial during these busy times. Integrate self-care into your daily routine. For example, what I do for myself is every morning I start with meditation. And if I need to be at work earlier for an interview, I wake up even earlier. If it's just 30 minutes of meditation, I'll do that because I know that that's a priority for me. And if I don't do it, I won't feel centered for the day and I won't be the best version of myself. So your self-care doesn't need to be elaborate or time-consuming. It can be as simple as pausing to stand up for 30 seconds from your desk, rolling your shoulders back, stretching and taking some deep breaths or listening to some good music through the day when you're grabbing, say, a snack or you're on your commute to work, it might even be just listening to a podcast or doing something that really is for yourself and benefits your highest potential. Guilt has no place in your self-care sanctuary. So it's time to release any guilt you might feel about taking time for yourself. And remember, you're really deserving of that love, care and rejuvenation. I remember when I spoke to poet Diego Perez, better known as Young Pueblo, about self-care and meditation, and he spoke about going on these silent retreats for a long period of time and how that really nourished his soul. And I know that's obviously extreme, going on something like that for a long period of time, but he realized that even though he has a lot of work that he needs to do and he runs this big business, this was something that he really wanted to do for himself. And when he'd come back from these retreats, he was a much better person.
1: A friend of mine told me about Vipassana meditation and he was like, just so deeply moved by it that I knew that I had to go check it out for myself. And when I went there, I did that first 10 day course. It was just so incredibly difficult I did that 10-day course and I came out of it and I knew that I felt fundamentally better but I didn't understand why you yeah. know I knew that whatever was well, you know the, those hours of meditation had really affected me but I immediately signed up for another silent 10-day course 2 months later I've just been doing courses and the the last course that I did was in January February I did a silent 45-day course and
0: 45 they, days wow
1: yeah, yeah, 45 days. It definitely sounds long and it was long, but it's just so powerful. I feel like it's the yeah. best investment that I can make in myself. And it does take up time, like I have to give time to it, but the results are massive.
0: By creating a self care ritual that fills your heart with delight. You're teaching all those people around you the importance of valuing their selves as well, you know, and it's this ripple effect of positivity that extends outwards far beyond just you. So make this a non-negotiable part of your routine. Just like eating or sleeping, your self-care ritual will become such a sanctuary where you can find solace and your true peaceful self. Listener.